salutations from the love below, where we get deep beneath the surface and in between where we have been and where we are going. I'm Cece. And I'm Fab. And we are two sisters that give a fuck about each other, how we relate to one another, and we love to share all the dope shit that gives us goosebumps. All right, let's get into it. Let go. Who knows where this flower aspect the best year of my life I, I really mean that yeah I this year has been amazing to me it was hard as fuck I had to do a lot of work internally but I think 2020 and I guess I would say thank you for not answering my request but giving me what I need my mind is stronger, I'm more tenacious, I'm hungry, like I'm devoted to myself and I just feel a sense of freedom in that. You know what I'm chewing right now? Gum? Fennel seeds. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) Thought you were gonna say something exciting. <laughs> Likely the least exciting. I actually thing you've told me all day. Haven't done it in a while, but I've noticed my digestion not as great, so I got back on it. And you feel like it's made that much of a difference? Oh yeah. Oh god. Is there like fennel seed pills? Over <laughs> in capsule? Can you overdose on fennel seeds? <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> But can you get them in like a pill form, a capsule? I haven't seen that, but that's actually a really good idea. Because I know they've made the gummy version of it. Granted, gummies take away from the actual bioavailability and all the added sugars and whatever. Mm -hmm. But they make it for apple cider vinegar. Yeah. So maybe they can make it. For fennel seeds. I think that would be awesome. The thing is with fennel seeds is like the whole point of it is to chew it. And that's like what helps build your digestive juices. Like not just the fennel seed alone, but like the actual act of chewing. Mm. Like both combined is what does it. So I don't know if it would be as effective, but I'm sure it could do like wonders as well. There's a chalky it t- i say chalky it tastes chalky it's papaya enzyme and they come in capsules and they're chewable mm-hmm, or tablets mm-hmm, not capsule mm-hmm. it's a tablet and it's chewable so does that help build the yes. digestive juices yes it does beautiful i'm gonna keep buying yeah those. they're really, actually really good yeah i got them at whole foods they're papaya enzymes mm-hmm. um that come from the papaya seed or no yes from the, that black seed. That's where it comes from. So could I just chew on the seed? Yeah, but I used to put them in my smoothies. 
and it literally tastes like ass. Like, it takes away the taste from anything you ever mm. wanted. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's not that great. Well, as long as there's an alternative to fennel seeds. <laughs> anything but fennel. So, by the time this airs, it'll be... The day before. The last... Oh, I was going to say the last day, but it's the day before yeah. the end of this... Mm. treacherous year treacherous i wouldn't say treacherous i mean for some people for sure right i feel like everyone has a different outtake of what 2020 is to them yeah definitely some have experienced life changing i think everyone's experienced something life changing but it's definitely not what anyone expected it to have been good or bad agreed and i even feel like I don't know. It's the end of the year, so we're all just kind of out of it. And, like, maybe you can, like, even tell in the way we're speaking right now. I feel like I'm talking like I'm out of it. Like, we're all just burnt. And we're ready for it to be over. I slept for, like, 15 hours on Saturday. That's amazing. I would just, like, wake up, watch a little TV, fall back asleep. Wake up, go make some food, lay back in bed, and fall back asleep. And then I even tried moving over to the couch, and I would just keep falling asleep. <laughs> I mean, I was just, I really took the opportunity, because I mean, I woke up from a nap at like 3 o'clock, and I looked at myself, <laughs> I was like, all right, I think this is what the rest of the day is going to turn out to be. I might as well just like be at peace with what my day is turning out to be and it was amazing it was really everything I needed those are so needed I can't remember the last time I allowed myself to do that because I don't like I think I've not allowed myself so much that my body thinks that it can't do that like it's not possible so mm -hmm. like, I'll get tops maybe seven hours of sleep and I'm like wow that was amazing but we need those days where we just completely recuperate Rest. yeah I actually heard a study well read a study once that Say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you only get four hours of sleep. And then on Friday, you sleep 10 hours. That 10 hours sleep that you had that day doesn't make up for the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, four hours sleep you had. Like, you can't make up sleep. Your body already has the damage done to it. That There's no <laughs> going back. Isn't that crazy? Like, you think like, oh, yeah, I'm going to just sleep it off this weekend. You, you actually don't. Yeah, you don't sleep it off, but you do feel somewhat like you made it yeah. up. You feel a little more re-energized, a little more relaxed. Mm -hmm. I definitely felt that way, even though I was dragging ass again um, on today, on Monday. We're like sort of on vacation, but not really. So I keep finding myself battling the, I got to go check the computer. I got to go sit down at the screen and make sure nothing's going on or that I can make progress. And I'm just... I've decided that I'm going to log in for a little bit every day and then just let it be, you know, not like constantly worry about it. But if I'm not at the computer screen, I need to completely detach from whatever's going on. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people have the luxury of doing right now, which is awesome. Like since they're working from home, you actually get this week off. Literally, like it's usually you don't get the week off if you're in retail, if you're in the restaurant business, like you don't get the week off. It doesn't matter if it's New Year's or Christmas. Like, But now we actually are able to be with our family and have the week off before the New Year starts and really just get ourselves together. 
Yeah. Um, on the flip side of that, I kind of feel like because we are working at home and people aren't traveling as often, employers are looking at you like, well, you're not doing anything, so you can up. get some work done. <laughs> it's true, though. It is true, but I mean, we're not computers. Yeah. I can't wait till you're a business owner. <laughs> you're going to be a really good boss because um, and I, I think it's just something that I mean, as much as we were trying to deal with things in 2020, like this is one of those things that are we haven't really experienced yet. Right. Like working from home and then the holidays are not really being able to travel. Most of the times people are like, oh, I'm taking vacation because I'm going somewhere. Mm-hmm. People aren't really going that many places right now. So we're home and we could work if we wanted to. I had a client call today. Yeah, that's true. It was light. Mm-hmm. We didn't really have much to talk about. <laughs> and I was like, all right. I'm just here because so I have to I'm going to go back to my vacation. <laughs> yeah, literally here so I don't get fined. Uh, well, I'm going on vacation. I'm actually going to I know. Tulum again. I've mentioned this before that I went on a solo trip to Tulum, but now I'm going with a group of friends for New Year's, and that's going to be a blasty blast. And I actually had a you? meltdown before we started this episode because I thought I lost my passport, and I'm leaving in two days. So I was like, yep, well, I guess I'm not going. And my mom comes into my room, and she gives me um, alcohol pads, like, for cleaning in case I cut myself, I guess. Um couple of useful useful couple of masks and hand sanitizer and she puts it on my bed as I'm like frantically looking for my passport like literally putting the house upside down and she's like here you go mama like here's like some you know and I'm like mom why would you put that on my bed I'm not going to loom like I was just like freaking out like I couldn't find it anywhere for like two hours and oh my gosh she's like what do you mean and then I finally found it it always shows up thank god was it in a normal yes place, it was, was in the it... normal place but the thing was it was like behind something else that I couldn't see it and mm-hmm. right when I saw it I was like oh my god it has to be in there it was like it clicked in my head and it was in there so your girl's going to Tulum and I'm gonna have a great time a blasty, a blast. blasty blast and I will let you guys know how it goes <laughs> so one good thing of 2020 is that we launched our podcast we launched the love below It's been such a great journey and we wanted to take you back a little trip down memory lane for the past few months that we've been officially launched and sharing and doing this thing with you guys on some of our episodes, what we've talked about, and then of course what we have to look forward to in 2021 and some surprises that we have coming your way. Every time I speak to someone about our podcast, I always want to pick my favorite to refer to them for that to be their first episode. And I'm always like, which one is it? Like, I really enjoy all the episodes that we've made. Like, I feel like there's so much, uh, there's a wealth of information in each one that's, they, they're all different though. They are all different. And of course, with analytical brain over here, I was looking into some of the ones that may have, resonated more or have been listened more by you guys and I can definitely tell you guys are into relationships <laughs> and <laughs> and learning about the way that we interact with one another and the interpersonal workings of our lives yeah. 
So I can definitely say that our first one, Dia de los Muertos, which was our recap and ode to our exes and a celebration of the next chapters in our lives, did so well. Aside from it being a fun play on a holiday that commemorates those that have passed, we talked about our three types of love uh, that you experience in life and who we were in each one of those phases in our lives. What did we experience What did we like? What didn't we like? And what do we take away from these things? I read the other day that no if a relationship has taught you what you want in your next relationship, it wasn't a failure. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool. Uh, That was a really fun episode to do. Yeah, I mean, this episode kind of spoke for itself, like, and why people enjoyed it. The human brain loves love. Like, we want to hear about it. We want to be engulfed in it. We want to, we love watching romantic movies. We love feeling the sense of love all around us. And that's what that was about. The loves that didn't work, the loves that did work, and how we went through it. And I feel like it just resonated with a lot of people because we've all been through it. We've all been through a breakup. Mm. We've all been through uh, the love of our life that we thought we were going to be with forever and it didn't work out. And just, it's nice to reflect and see how not only is the relationship something you can look back and learn from, but you see your, so much who you were in that moment and you can learn from yourself in each phase. So true. And it was real fun talking about ways that we bounced back and kind of that rebirth, the way that, you're like a hundred times better than you were when you were in that relationship because you have that time to reflect, you have that time to grow, you have that time to pour into yourself, whereas you may have been pouring into figuring things out, overanalyzing and stressing because things weren't going mm-hmm. well. So for our second episode, which was a versus remix, that was our gut feeling, the emotional versus the physical gut. And in there, we pretty much spoke about the psychological aspect of your gut feeling of like knowing your truth and just knowing what's right and wrong and like what guides you into making your decisions. And then the other aspect was the physical gut where we have inflamed guts. And in this day and age, there's a lot of things that trigger that and how it affects our health and our immunity and the way we just function in life. Like if you're very tired or if you're groggy and foggy minded and you can't get through the day without having a cup of coffee, it's probably your gut. And we just kind of broke that or down. Celsius. <laughs> I said or Celsius. <laughs> or Celsius. <laughs> <laughs> What's cool about this episode was that we did a versus. We talked and dedicated time to the emotional gut, which is like your inner voice, your true self. And you have your physical gut, which is like Fab said, physically living in your body it's considered your second brain and it's affected by the things that you eat the way that you live your life are you living in a sympathetic or parasympathetic mode you'll learn more about it in the episode if you haven't heard it but what I thought was really cool was how we brought those two together we meshed them together so it was a versus but it was also an inner working together of the two and how they're in they're related to one another and how they impact each other. Um, what would you say is the number one takeaway or the one of the top ways that they're related and 
aside from that, how can we make them function in more harmony? Um, I would say when you get really nervous and you have to use a bathroom, like that's the biggest um, union of the two that we can understand. Like if your gut, your gut feeling that your you know the emotional aspect can affect you so much that you have to run to the bathroom because your butt crack is sweating and you got to hit, hit the bathroom like what what more uh proof do you need Mhm totally so how can we work on making those really understanding the two making them function in harmony Uh I would say honestly if we had to do like what came first the egg or the chicken I would say your emotional gut is what you need to go to first. That is the basis of everything. Like we say multiple times in the show, like it's really in your mind and how you control your your thoughts. So not only how you control your thoughts, that also affects the way you control your gut and the food you eat. So not only is it the food that you eat that affects your body, but your mind as well. I like that. That's totally doable. Then we also talked about how to strengthen your relationship with your emotional self, which is what Fab is just saying. And we talk a little bit about, you know, being honest with yourself and kind of seeking clarity in your mind, training your inner voice like a muscle. So really practicing uh, listening to yourself and making decisions based off of that inner voice and what it's telling you. Also, not worrying about the preconceived notions of where you should be milestones that are set by society about where you should be at a by a specific age or what you should be doing uh, for your career or in your life path uh, based off of your parents none of that it should really be what makes you happy and what sets your soul on fire is what you should be pursuing and what you should be actively going towards every day yeah I agree and would you say I'm gonna jump into episode four the um I'm sorry episode three the dear younger self would you say that inner voice that you just mentioned about the gut feeling is that similar to the inner child voice you have as well so yes uh your inner voice is the voice of your inner child this is the voice (laughs) <laughs> I was waiting for you to do it every time we do that Cece has to do the it's just such a crucial part of the sound clip <laughs> of the show every time the episode comes back from commercial if you don't know anything about Cece uh, she does really really great impersonations I won't put her on the spot right now but hopefully she'll open up and start doing impersonations for us yeah, you just you just got to start like bringing up the people or the accent or the area. I got you. Yeah, she's really good. And maybe it'll come out. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the inner voice is the is your inner child speaking to you. Um, and we covered in episode three how your inner child stems from all of the experiences that you had in childhood. So the way your parents raised you and the environment that you were in, um, a lot of times your inner voice 
and your inner child is influenced by the way that your parents spoke to you. So the beliefs that you formulated about yourself in that time. And a lot of a lot of your life is spent in this inner child view and lens um, where you are egocentric and you are very, uh, all of your experiences were filtered through a lens of like self-assignment. So everything that you experienced was about you. Uh, so a good way to, to train that inner voice and inner child to grow up is to take yourself out of a situation and view it from like a third party and think about things objectively as opposed to subjectively and try and detach the emotion. So you look at a situation and try and see why you feel this way, what is triggering you, how could you approach it differently um, before reacting, right? Like that's the ideal landing point is that you can you can get to that point and stop yourself before reacting um, emotionally. Yeah. I really feel like that episode helped me a lot without me realizing it until we said that we were going to do a recap. And I was looking back at the episode and I was like, wow, I really feel... When we finished that episode, I kind of like envisioned myself as a child and like gave her a hug and was like, I got you. Like... I'm proud, mm-hmm. like, I'm, I hope you're not, I hope you're, like, I hope I made you proud, and I, like, I'm here for you. Like, it had, like, a little moment of, like, little, little fab in me, like, just saying, like, we're good, and whatever you felt or whatever you felt was wrong to you as a child, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And really allowing yourself the space to feel those things because it is, like you said, it's okay. It's okay to have experienced those things. It's okay that those things happen to you. Well, maybe it's not okay, but what is okay is that you are okay, okay, right? That you're okay, that you're aware and loving with yourself and it's not your fault that certain things happen to you in your Mm -hmm. life. So it's really important to cultivate that relationship um with yourself that episode really taught me a lot about forgiveness yeah that's I remember several times that week you brought up certain things that happened during your childhood that you know or like your perception of our childhood Mm -hmm. and um we had a few moments there where we kind of brought things up that we hadn't really thought about and or I hadn't really thought about in a while and it's not the easiest thing to heal this inner child that you have and to face certain things that are uncomfortable or that you suppress like if you're anything like me I suppress everything that happens in my life and I just keep going so it's really uh challenging to to face those things to give yourself to relive them almost right because your your mind can't tell the difference like you're literally reliving those experiences that is very true I think that's why Episodes like this can be very difficult for people to listen to because they don't want to relive the trauma that they've been through. They want to forget about it. But you'll keep dragging that along like an old suitcase if you don't mm-hmm. if you don't just face it. Once you face it, it's like, okay, I see you. It's not to say that you'll never think about it or it will never affect you 
in like a negative way. It will never like upset you, but you'll be in a stronger place. Mm-hmm. You'll be in a, a gentler place with yourself to embrace your experiences and embrace yourself and be proud of yourself for where you yeah, are. Yeah, agreed. And then episode four, we got into uh, something that both Fab and I have really, really experienced uh, this year in our spending habits. (laughs) So episode four. Wait, by the way, uh, I haven't stopped. I'm just saying. And uh, it's December 28th and I haven't stopped. Yeah, I'm blaming it on being at home and being online a lot more and just being in wrapped up in this world of sales and what are we going to have, you know, to wear after COVID or once things go back to normal. And it's, it's really bad. (laughs) The rise of e-commerce is alive and well right now. I spoke to a couple of friends that weren't able to spend the holidays with their family and they were saying, I spent so much money just to make up for the fact that I won't be able to see my family. So that's another thing. People that are quarantining in a different state or a different city, they spent so much money to make up for the fact that they can't share that time with their their loved ones. So they spent that money by buying them gifts and sending it to them or buying themselves gifts? I mean, I'm I'm sure both. (laughs) Because I would have done the latter. (laughs) I'm sure they made themselves feel a little better. But... Yeah, for buying their family gifts. Yeah, I can see that. Whereas, like, the gift otherwise would be maybe, like, a book or, like, a candle. But I'm here. thoughtful. (laughs) But I'm here, right? And we're spending time together. Whereas now it's, like, I'm not here. So I have to, like, prove my love. Yeah. (laughs) Somehow. Well, yeah, it's easy to get wrapped up in being at home during this, you know, stay-at-home order. Um... And it's so easy to continuously buy when we have Amazon two day shipping and um, that pay app where all you have all of your information's already stored. You just have to click buy. I mean, super brilliant, but it's got us in a black hole of purchasing. We're in the book nineteen eighty four. Big Brother's always yes, watching. Yeah, that'll be another interesting episode. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So episode five, we got into one of your favorites. This was probably the most listened to episode. Really? Yes. You guys are nosy <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> but it's cuffing season. And I think it's because everyone is curious about what cuffing season is going to look like or what it would have looked like in 2020 during a pandemic where people aren't going out and it was really interesting to to see numbers and statistics when we did some research on it about how people are swiping right more than ever yeah. and people are meeting on social apps and probably hooking up more than ever mm-hmm. uh, but at home whereas otherwise it would have been maybe like a sloppy makeout at a bar that's very true. Um, it's very accessible now just to have a lineup. Like, you don't have to go one bar, and then maybe next week you meet someone at the club, and then maybe next week you meet someone at school. Like, no, everything's in your phone. Everything's at your fingertips. So you could have a whole new lineup every week, and you'll be Gucci. Right. So I wonder 
how many people are actually participating and being cuffed by one person. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's, e- I'm sure it's easier to keep up with, but <laughs> if you can never, if you don't get caught, you know, <laughs> or I guess if it's just not established, right? Like if you're not, if you haven't established monogamy or exclusivity with a person, then I'm sure it's pretty easy for you to be like, oh, I fell asleep. Like, and you're, you know, off with draft pick number three. Yeah. And also like we discussed if being with someone or wanting to be with someone was more to avoid the questions you would get at your family gatherings or was it because of seasonal depression where you are fucking freezing and you just want someone to cuddle with that like primal instinct to want to hibernate and be with your tribe and just shun out the world and be warm be warm number one priority so if you were on a dating app if you got a matchmaker if you slid into someone dm if you had zoom calls i hope your cuffing season's going really well and you come out with uh your mvp (laughs) you come out with an mvp for the season and maybe you'll extend the contract for four more years what's the incentive this <laughs> this is the ultimate prize that would be that would be a bar like this and finally our most recent episode was the new year new me question mark episode question mark air is quotes. it really new me is it So we really talked about what we want to focus on or get better in in 2021, as well as what we want to let go of from 2020. So what bad habits, what self-limiting beliefs, what troubling actions (laughs) do you partake in that you want to let go of in 2020? Mm -hmm. What were yours? Uh, Mine... I would definitely say things that I want to let go of are playing small. Yes. Um, And I guess the next one could fall into let go of slash work on. I want to let go of not negotiating for myself. So I would want to focus on negotiating and uh, asking and claiming what's mine and not just settling for what I'm offered. There's a book called The Art of Negotiating. Have you read it? No, I haven't, and it's on my list. You need to read that. I know. I'm saying it as if I read it, and I haven't, but (laughs) (laughs) I've heard it's an amazing book, so I'm just recommending it to you. Okay, well, it's recommended to the crew. Um, And then the last thing I want to do is let go of being a bum bitch. Yeah, I think we've done really well at not being bum bitches anymore. After we claimed it, when we claimed it on that episode saying we didn't want to do anymore, I'm telling you the next day, we both woke up and we're like, you look put together. You look nice today. You look like you uh, brushed your hair. <laughs> I actually got told on one of my Zoom calls that I looked nice today and I was like, wow, I brushed my hair you today. You see? <laughs> that was probably it. <laughs> when you start showing well, up for yourself by, what's that, what's that line? When you look good, you feel good. And when you feel good, you do good. And when you do good, everything's fucking good. Like, just 
you won't feel like you're playing yourself small anymore if you show up for yourself. And just starting by putting yourself together is a big ass step. Mm-hmm. And then what do you want to let go of? Um, I would say a big thing for me, and you said it, I just don't want to repeat it, but I'll give two, is playing small. Like just mm-hmm. uh, not allowing my thinking that I can't take up space. Like I'm going to take up as much space as I want to. And I'm not going to feel bad about it. And I'm not going to feel like I'm trying to step over other people's toes because I'm not. I'm trying to just be better than who I was yesterday and just grow. And that has nothing to do with anyone else. And I don't need to see it that way. I just want to be my best. So I'm fucking going for it. Love it. I think that's a great one. And what do you want to focus on or get better at this year? Next year? Finances. For sure. Um, I'm not horrible at it i could definitely use maybe a youtube video in a book <laughs> that could help Yo, youtube has everything <laughs> you could literally learn how to put together a treadmill which i've done <laughs> uh you can look at how to figure things out on a computer you can listen to your astrology uh forecasts like there's just you could do my little sister's car music. broke down the other day and okay I've done it before, but I completely forgot how to jump a car. Don't kill me. So we were like standing there looking like buffoons. Oh, and we're just looking at it like, where does it go? And she's like, let me YouTube it. We YouTube how to <laughs> jump a car. And we learned that you Leave can't let Gen the Xer. plus and the minus touch, touch or else you get electrocuted. So we made yeah. sure to throw it on the floor like five feet away from each other. And what if it touched when it fell on the floor? Boom. Oh, gosh. I need to be around for these things. (laughs) Well, I am proud of you for looking at YouTube. YouTube, leave it to Gen X to teach you how to use YouTube and rely on on YouTube for anything and everything. Let me say, I love Gen X. They are great in every aspect. We've been spending more time with our younger sister. She is 19 now. And mm-hmm. I was just observing, like, the way they communicate. And they're just, they have no filter in the best way. They just speak their mind and nothing gets built up inside of them where they just hold on and they hold grudges. They just speak their mind. And if it doesn't agree with them, they just blow it off. Like, they're so open and transparent with themselves and with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't have time to, like, be overly sensitive. If something bothers them, they'll address it. If not then, like you said, they just brush it off, which is great. Definitely something I can learn from their generation because I am sensitive. (laughs) (laughs) So that's probably something I would want to focus on in 2021 is my levels of sensitivity. Um, I'd also want to get better at um, self-care in general. I know self-care has multiple connotations. I definitely would like to be better at all of them. So like I did on Saturday, allowing myself to rest. um, I really want to allow myself the time to just rest and not feel like I constantly have to be going and doing something, which is usually the case. Um, And like we were saying, uh, showing up for ourselves. So looking good, feeling good, getting into my routine where I have enough time in the morning to wake up and work out instead of waking up and going straight to the computer. I really think that 
it will make such a difference in my overall mood and the way that I manage stress. Yeah, that's, that's so important. I mean, I can speak for myself. If I don't have that time in the morning to just be and do what I need to do to get the day started, I'm a fucking wreck. So that's just for everybody. Whatever you think that, or whatever you know that you need in the morning or in the middle of the day or at night, to just mm-hmm. be with your do it make time for it like there's always time prioritize for it. prioritize it. yeah mm-hmm. that kind of gets us to the health segment i really wanted to focus on something that i feel like i lost in 2020 that helped me before and I believe can help everybody if you don't already do it meditation um I used to be really good at it and I just completely I guess because my schedule was flipped upside down because of not working at a business anymore um I completely forgot about it or didn't prioritize it as we just said um I felt myself really foggy and just like not in my mind lately and I'm so excited to build that discipline and work on that practice of meditation that's awesome yeah I had also been practicing meditating and even if it wasn't because our dad is like a master meditator now he went from never meditating to now doesn't can't like go a day without meditating for twice a day day. for an hour yeah he's really impressive really (laughs) who I want to be when I grow up um but it's something that you can do for even 20 minutes and even when I was doing it for 20 minutes it was giving me the sound mind the clear mind to start my day and to focus on what matters and not be worked up or stuck on things that don't. So teach us your ways, Fab. How can people get started on meditating if they've never meditated before? Um, And also like include some of the benefits for meditating. Like what is so great about it? Well, what helps you in meditation is Finding the thoughts and the patterns in your memory that don't serve you and are just, they're they're referred to in the practice, in the philosophy of yoga as vibrations. And they just hijack your mind and they just come up at inappropriate times, appropriate times, whenever it wants. And meditation really just helps you identify them, catch them as if like you were catching a bubble or something and just looking at it and seeing what is this? Mm-hmm. Why are you here? Why are you showing up right now? And do I want you here or do I not want to remove you? And you have that choice. So tailoring your meditation to what works for you is very important. Some people like silence. Some people like um, binaural beats playing in the back to help you get into that wavelength of meditation. Some people need a guided meditation. So it's really up to your preference. But I would say that When you're making your resolutions this coming New Year's Eve, I would think twice before you do it because a lot of times when we're so cluttered in our brain, 
we're not really focused on what we really need and want. So those 12 grapes that you're eating could probably go to waste because you're not fully focused on what you need. And sometimes we do too much. Like, do you ever notice like when you are making resolutions, you make like a long ass list and then you get overwhelmed because you're like, I'm not going to do all this. Like, I don't have time for all this or where am I going to start? Which one do I start with? Do I start with number seven where I'm going to start putting myself together mm -hmm. or do number one and start my mm -hmm. business that I've always wanted to start? Like, it's hard. So you have to really narrow it down to things that you know, and that's easier said than done, but just meditation helps. What I'm trying to say is really to clear your mind and see what you really need. Um, so some steps that you can take would be first, just find your presence. Uh, a good way to do that is just breathing, like focus on your breath. You can breathe in for a count of five, like one, two, three, four, five. At the top, you hold your breath for five seconds and then you release, exhaling, letting all your air out all the way to like you feel it in the depths of your stomach for another five seconds. And then you repeat that five times. That really, like, you'll notice that, like, you feel kind of winded because you never breathe like that. A lot of the times, because we're very stressed, we do a lot of short breaths. So these long, held-in breaths really just bring our body back to parasympathetic, that rest and that digest, and we just get centered. And now we can get to step number two where we can settle our mind. Um, mm -hmm. This could be 10 minutes. This could be 20 minutes. This could be three minutes. I really just try to think of a feeling. A lot of the times where I used to mess up was, I want to be successful. I want to have a big house and I want to feel like I don't have to worry about my income. And I just want to be at peace. That's great. How am I going to get there? You know, like you can say all these things that you want, but what's the best way to do it is not think of what you want, but the feeling that arises in what you want. So do you want to feel love? Do you want to feel happiness? Do you want to feel peace? Do you want to feel success? Figure out what that feeling is. Try to identify it in your body and think about that and sit on it. You can also think of things that you don't want to feel anymore, what you want to release. Insecurity, negativity, anger, fear. Think of it. Feel how you feel when you feel those feelings and think of yourself literally breathing it out. Another step you can do is visualization. So not only feeling that feeling, but literally what's happening when you feel that. What do you see yourself? Where do you see yourself? How is it? Who's there? Like think, have the whole picture, paint it perfectly. And then after step number five, affirm it, write it down. I'm so, I don't like taking notes on my computer. I need a book and a paper and I need to write that shit down. That makes it real for me. I have the, that correlation that your brain makes with your mm -hmm. pen and your brain and getting it on a piece of paper and then you read it and you can see it. There's nothing like it. And there's nothing that your brain understands more than that. So all those steps can be done and then you affirm it and you really make it real by writing it down. Yeah, I feel like anytime I write something down, it ingrains in my brain so much deeper than if I type it out or if I try and memorize it or um, put it on my phone, anything. Like it's just so much deeper. And I feel like you're touching different 
sensory uh, points of sensory so it's not only you're visualizing it you're thinking about it and repeating it in your head as you're writing it that physical act of writing it so like all of those different ways it's almost like confirming the message even deeper. yeah kind of like when we were in school you would we mm-hmm. would be reading a book and then we would be listening to it on audio as well and that really helped ingrain what we were learning yep So if you're very new to meditation, you've never done it before, or you like guided meditations, there's actually an app called Liberate. There's other apps you can use as well, but I want to mention this one because it's new and it's up and coming. And it was founded by Julio Rivera. He identifies himself as a black Latinx. And he founded this app because he felt he needed a deep-seated connection to his wellness space. And he felt that it was kind of diluted when he, here in America, he's from New York and he just wanted a space for all people of color to understand the deep-rooted microaggressions and and isolation that one can feel um, being a victim of racism in this country. And just a place where, what's really dope is that all the therapists on this all the therapists and um, meditation guides are people of color. Oh, that's awesome. There's a statement that he says, we want to help empower people not only to meditate, but to show them that there's something you can do about your suffering. We can help each other get free and be liberated. Their statement is, Liberate is the meditation app for us, by us, that is Black-owned. We're not just a meditation app. We are a safe space for the black community to develop a daily meditation habit. Anyone is welcome to use Liberate and we just wanted to be clear who we are and what we stand for. So I think that's beautiful and I think we need to support their app and use that if you're very interested in meditation or just even speaking to someone. They actually have a lot of free guides on there. It is a subscription service. It is $9.99 per month. Or you can do $71 for the year, which is way more than a therapist. I mean, way cheaper than a therapist. So yeah, way cheaper. I would start here. Also, and it's cool. Not downplaying therapy at all. I think everyone deserves and like I use that word very strategically deserves a therapist. You need, it's so helpful. But meditation is amazing as well and should be used as a tool. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and the app is really cool when you when you log in, it tell it asks you where you want to start. So if you want to practice mindfulness, if you maybe want to focus on self-worth, if you want meditation to help you go to sleep because you have trouble going to sleep, if you want to spend some time focusing on your anxiety uh, or your ancestors even, and mm-hmm. then there's also one for gratitude. And I believe that's just six featured ones, but there are more. Um, and it's really cool because you can focus on what you need that day. Yeah, isn't that so dope? Yeah, I just downloaded it, so <laughs> I'm going to use it. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it because, like you're saying, I really want to practice meditating more uh, in... I'll start tomorrow instead of saying <laughs> the new year, but by the time this airs, it will almost be the new year. Um, but I, I think it's so important to... And especially all that we're talking, you know, on this, like talking about cultivating a stronger relationship with yourself and your inner child and all of that like you can't do that if your brain is foggy you can't do that and be a better version of yourself and make tons of 
um, strides in your career or like what your goals are if you aren't settled and in harmony with yourself or like at least in understanding why things are going the way they are exactly so again that is liberate you can find that on itunes or if you have an android i don't know what you guys download on sorry (laughs) (laughs) your app all i know is that when you text me it's green and i'm very confused yeah, I can, can you even see my emojis? I, I always, you know, I always say, I'm like, does my tongue out face the same for you? No. What do you see? No. The square with the little <laughs> question mark inside of it. So this week, since it's the last week of 2020, thank goodness, we wanted to share some of the things that we'd really enjoyed throughout the year. So aside from music, which we always share and will share this week as well, a fire playlist for you guys to ring in the new year and start uh, 2021 with some good vibes. We also wanted to share some of the show's movies and books that we think are worth your time if you haven't uh tuned in yet so what should we start with let's start with shows shows, yes because we've been doing a lot of that yeah i've been watching a lot of shows this year um so some of my favorites this year were the queen's gambit give it up to my fabulous chess player yeah, loved that show. It's on. You can find that on Netflix. That was a that was uh, a show that you could watch very quickly, but the whole thing was enjoyable. Oh, extremely enjoyable. Uh, and it, the storyline is really is really good. I think the acting is good. You just fall in love with the main character and want her to succeed so much, and then of course you love all of her outfits. So mm-hmm. it was a great show. I really really enjoyed it. Uh, that was on Netflix, right? Yes. I'm trying to think of any shows that I really enjoyed on Netflix, but I don't, none, none of them really come to mind. I would say HBO kind of took it for me this year, and my favorite was The Undoing. Ah, uh, yes. That show shows how real, like, they just do it so well. Like, there's the, the human reactions and the psychology of how we think was captured so effortlessly on that show that you're like, wow, I would do the same shit. Or like, you know, like you just see like the humanity in people. Well, it's funny to your point, how it takes you on this roller coaster of us believing and no spoiler, but us believing that it's one person being convinced and then it's the other person, then it ends up being this person and you're like, wait, how, what? You know, it just takes you on this roller coaster. And if you've seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking about, that it's just... A mindfuck? You know, a mind, yeah. I was was like, (laughs) I figured it out. Like, this show is stupid. I know exactly who it is. Like, I'll just keep watching it because it's really good. I was yeah, and you have these like detailed theories mm-hmm. as to who mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. So let's see another show on HBO. Obviously, Insecure. 
that was oh yeah did they have a season this year yeah oh wow whoa that felt like two years ago it really felt like two years ago so obviously Obviously. it's great westworld was also Mm -hmm. this year and it was epic if you haven't watched Westworld, that's a real mindfuck of a show, too. I feel like HBO had another show that I was really into. Uh, oh, um, The Flight Attendant. Yes, that one was really good. That one was good. It's also a like murder comedy, if you will, um, and very cute. I think it's very entertaining. It's not as emotionally wrecking as the undoing or as serious as the undoing the undoing has definitely a strong undertone of of suspense and seriousness where as the flight attendants more lighthearted and fun mm-hmm. i would also say uh little fires everywhere on hulu that show is amazing. oh i haven't <gasps> seen that you haven't seriously i know i started watching the first episode i fell asleep and i never tried watching it again <laughs> <laughs> that show's really really good i know it's based on a book too so i i would like to do both yeah go do that when we hang out well i can't because i'm already committed to another show that i'm obsessed with already and i've only watched one and a half episodes it's called bridgerton it's on that netflix just came out right it just came out there's only a season because you know netflix releases seasons at mm-hmm. a time but the show takes place a long time ago when there were kings and kings and queens, and it's um, kind of a romantic story of two characters, and they're like this unlikely pairing, and how people wanted them to be together, and now they're starting to be together, but they don't like each other, and they're growing to like each other. But it's being compared to like a Gossip Girl romantic comedy type of show, and the writing so far has been so interesting to me and just the characters and the way they interact i've just loved it so far and i love the way that gossip girl r.i.p because they're moving it from netflix as if we needed anything else in 2020 (laughs) um the way that they have the narrator at different parts of the show to take you through um they have like a gossip girls type of character uh in one specific character who writes about the royals and what their you know their social happenings are so it's super interesting i definitely recommend it um definitely a guilt type of indulgence Ooh, i'm gonna say one more on hbo it is called lovecraft country that show was fucking epic if you like like sci-fi and there's like monsters and superpowers and shit like that, but which might throw you off. Wait, I feel like I've seen this. Yes, but it shows like the institutional racism in America and how black people have their superpower and they use it to defend themselves against fucking Nazis <laughs> back in the day. Mm-hmm. And it's beautifully created and there's so many little... References? references that if you don't pay attention you're gonna miss like 20 in one minute mm. like it's loaded completely loaded it's a show that you have to rewatch each episode maybe like two or three times but incredibly made that's awesome what about movies you know 
I didn't watch a lot of movies this year. Do you, I feel like I they've been slacking. Movies have been slacking. Well, definitely there have not been as many releases this year as there are in regular normal yeah, years. I wonder <laughs> if like now Pixar, not Pixar, but Lionsgate and those big production companies, companies yeah. are they going to now sell their their movies to like HBO and Netflix? Yeah, I think they are going to partner with the streaming services. Like for example, Amazon puts out all types of movies whereas Netflix you have to be like a Netflix original mm-hmm. or have some sort of agreement um but speaking of Pixar I think the one movie I'll recommend for the year is one that I watched uh the other day it's called Soul it's uh Jamie Foxx stars in it and it is just an excellent excellent movie on finding your passion in life and how it's not correlated to your profession or your career. That's not what you were put on this earth to do and how important it is to sit back and just live your life and not get stuck in those minutiae of what you're supposed to accomplish and achieve by the end of your life. It's so beautiful. It's so funny. And I was talking about it the other day after watching it that it doesn't feel like it's a kid's mm. movie aside from the fact that it's animated. Mm. I mean, you can tell that a child would enjoy it because it's lighthearted. It has beautiful graphics. It's got, you know, some like score, like music that plays throughout the, the, the movie that is entertaining, but it's so deep that it's, you could tell it's made for an adult. And I love that Pixar doesn't discriminate, that Pixar makes movies for anyone and includes their older audience that they know are watching and they know will benefit from their movies. They do adult movies, what feels like better than some other production. Yeah, I'm so excited to watch that movie. I haven't been able to sit down and enjoy it, but I've heard a lot of reviews and everyone's saying, like, go go right now, what you're doing, stop it and go watch this movie. Yes, yes, absolutely. I want to rewatch it already. Well, it's that. I'll watch it with you. Okay. And then, how about books? Any books that you recommend? Well, let's see. I'm actually right in front of my book, (laughs) all my books right now. So, a book that really helped me, I would say last year, and I'm just going to recommend it. I didn't read it this year, but whatever. You guys don't care. It's called A Return to Love by Miriam Williamson. It's more of like a self-help book, but also it just really puts your life into perspective and how the way you are connected. I know we say that word a lot, like connected to the world around you, but like really just like how you're grounded into yourself like it helps you bring you back to life like just bring you to being present that book helped me a lot understanding like my emotions and how i'm in control of everything that's awesome i saw you order it the other day on oh no that's actually another one another one with the love title that one's actually one that i've been dying to read called all about love by bell hooks and that is definitely going to be a recommendation as well because I've 
been dying to read it and I know it's going to be amazing so I'm just going to tell you guys go buy it and maybe we can all read it at the same time and talk about it next year. <laughs> Start a book club. I am currently reading A Hundred Years of Solitude and this is a book that's been out for a very very long time but my one of my best friends has gotten it for me and she also got it for herself because she hadn't read it and now we're reading it together um it's by an author named gabriel garcia marquez he's actually a colombian author and the book takes place um kind of like in the dawning of civilization and it talks about how um different inventions come in and just like the story about a family and how it plays out and the they're a family of inventors uh, so I'm really interested to see how the story plays out, but I've heard incredible things about the book. There's a lot of um, very prevalent and relevant uh, themes and morals, if you will, that come out from the story. So super excited uh, to finish. And that's my book club for the year. Yeah, that, I think it's yep. so you actually reminded me this the other maybe like a month or two ago, CC, like. I focus so much on like self-help books and like you know in being enlightened and just growing and like just I mean that's so important but like it's also very important to read books that are just enjoyable and more like fictional books mm-hmm. and I think we should add some of those into our bucket, bucket list. list as well I would say one last book is a book we <laughs> back to self back books. to self books I'm back like I never left um I didn't a gift that was gifted to both of us, The Four Agreements. I'm starting that this week, and I'm really excited because I've heard nothing but amazing things about that. So I'm excited to read that one. Yeah, I am also starting this week on that. The Four Agreements are basically Four Agreements to Life. They're almost like a commandment. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are religious and just kind of like rules to live your life by, um, that will make your life full of truth and wisdom and fulfillment so really looking forward to that again that's also one of those other like classic types of books but it's been I have fallen victim of reading self-help books and feeling like any downtime that I have needs to be spent on doing something to better myself or get better at something and it's been really enjoyable to read a novel that takes me into the life of someone else that isn't a memoir or a biography, that's just a novel and that's fiction. <laughs> and it's just so interesting. You get so much out of it. And it's like a form of meditation. You're completely detached and away from the world around you and you're immersed in this story. And I just, I love it. I really, really realized how much I missed reading fiction. Yeah, you get to be the creator. Like you're creating the image of what that book is telling you. You're not watching the movie and mm-hmm. it's not being shown for you. Like you're literally a kid, like you kind of feel like a kid again, like just being inventive. And that's mm-hmm. so necessary. Totally. <laughs> so what is the love below going to look like next year? Wow. It's, it's going to be its very best self. And if there's one thing that it's going to be, gonna be a bad bitch it's gonna be a bad bitch (laughs) well I don't there's so much to look forward to in 2021 you know I mean I am really excited to talk about some new topics of course talking about love and relationships 
But we're also going to dive into technology. We're going to touch into your career and entrepreneurship. Of course, expand on health and fitness so much. We're really going to talk about so much that we have like sitting and boiling that we want to share and learn about things that we know nothing about that we want to be able to educate ourselves on as much as we can and share what we find and of course include you along the way and something we're really excited to share is that starting 2021 we are going to be bringing guests onto our show so I know this whole season has really been us getting our feet wet, getting comfortable even doing this whole dance and really working on our conversational skills. So thank you to a few of our friends and listeners who have been giving us really good tips on how to expand and better the way that we communicate. Uh, Fab and I communicate with one another on this show to make our episodes more enjoyable, more digestible, more understandable, and overall more entertaining, right? But I'm really, really excited to start bringing people onto the show to give us a fresh perspective, to have good conversation with, to learn things that we can interview them about and all learn together. So I'm so looking forward to that. Yeah, that's going to be incredible. And it's just going to really help us grow as a team now tackling on someone else on to the episode and just like you said learning and growing and this is a community that we're building so we just want to bring more like-minded people and people that want to learn and grow as well that's really what this is it's not us liking the same things or wanting to talk about this um the same shows we like it's really just how can we help each other grow? How can we help each other get better? And working on ourselves and the people around us wanting to do the same as well. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm really looking forward to seeing the dynamic that shifts from who we bring on to the show and how we're going to be learning from people who maybe have similar beliefs than we do. But what I'm really excited and looking forward to is learning from people who have different ideas and different beliefs than we do and challenge us to look at a topic or a, or an event or a subject even in a different perspective and challenge us to really think about it and formulate our own thoughts with more information than what we actively mm-hmm. seek out. Yeah, because we're so into what we're into right? Mm-hmm. That I would love to learn things that I never thought I would want to hear about. Mm-hmm. So lots of goodness for 2021. I hope you guys are as excited as we are. Uh, we are so beyond grateful for each and every one of you for rocking along with us for the past few months. It's only going to get better from here. It's only going to be more fun and enjoyable. The overall experience is just going to be even greater. We're always going to be growing together. We're always going to be learning together. And we're really going to be establishing ourselves as a community and and a family that can turn to each other for anything. So thank you guys. I'm so excited for 2021. I know it's going to be great. I'm very much looking forward to 
dropping 2020 uh, back, back where it came from, leaving it where it came from and just starting fresh and turning this page into a new chapter. And I'm so happy you guys are along on the ride with us. Yeah, I actually want to say, usually for each episode, we always post like a infogram on the gram graphic graphic on the Mm -hmm. gram and for this one i really would like you guys just write dear 2020 thank you for and just write out what you're thankful that 2020 brought for you whether it was a lesson whether it was a blessing whatever whatever it was to you um i would love for us to all share that together uh cc what would you say that you're thank you 2024 I would say thank you for the growth and the challenges. Mm-hmm. Without those, I wouldn't be where I'm at in my self-development yeah. journey that I am today. Um, I'm also in a better place to start a new year, to start strong. And I have a very clear vision of what I want my year to look like. Whereas maybe years prior, I would have some clarity around what I wanted, but it's really strong this time and I can, I can really see the big picture and where I want to get to both, uh, emotionally in my like self, as well as externally in my endeavors, in my projects that I'm working on, in how I want to show up in the world yeah I feel like I'm I'm seeing that so much in you that you're realizing it's time to show up for yourself and it's it's really honoring to watch you growth into that well it's not to say that it doesn't come with struggle of course (laughs) it's definitely come with a struggle but that's a good thing you know that's a good thing. I, I appreciate that as much as I keep saying like, oh, you know, screw 2020. Like it's been a really formative year. Yeah, I think 2020 was in a growth aspect, the best year of my life. I, I really. Yeah, I that. see the same for you. I see the same for you. Yeah, I this year has been amazing to me. It was hard as fuck. I had to do a lot of work internally, but. I think 2020 and I guess I would say thank you for not answering my request but giving me what I need mm-hmm. like my mind is stronger I'm more tenacious I'm hungry like I'm devoted to myself and I just feel a sense of freedom in that there is absolutely freedom in being genuinely Mm -hmm. yourself stepping into your truth so enough uh whimper whamper let's get 2021 going baby yes i hope you guys have something planned even if it's just opening a bottle of champagne at home that is still amazing plan in itself take your time write on a piece of paper what you want to accomplish um, what you think 22024 and get to it man I'm like ready to go I'm so ready for Yo, 2021 to come throttle. like full pedal throttle. on the gas I'm out see you 
Let's go. <laughs> Insert vroom here. Vroom, vroom. Well, guys, on that note, happy new year. Have an amazing evening and rest of your week. We'll see you next week with some fresh content, ready to start 2021 learning about anything and everything. Happy New Year's, guys. Enjoy it with your family, your friends, your loved ones, and set those intentions. Meditate on it. Do the work. Let's do it. Let's get this time. Happy New Year!